the social introvert. It's not based on music and talent. This is a million tricks being ran in order to gain popularity. If you're coming Jesus. into the music yeah. industry and thinking that it's solely music and talent, you're going to be very yeah. depressed. Yeah. Long gone are the days of a record label signing a bum on the streets with a beautiful voice. <laughs> you guys saw the I Show speech it, like, at, oh. it happened with speed. I mean, he just performed it at Roland Portugal. I mean, shout out to him as a live streamer and stuff. Thinking about everything that you're up against. Now, I got to compete with these stream with streamers, I gotta compete with content creators. Like, it's not just about the music. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 528. You can find the show exclusively on BYNK Radio. Dot net forward slash podcast as well as apple podcasts spotify and anywhere else podcasts are available go ahead and follow me on instagram and twitter at i said davis i have other social media handles as well the instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast twitter is at social intro pod and be sure to hop on tiktok follow me at i said davis and follow the official BYNK Radio TikTok page, which is at BYNK Radio. Uh, I did get a question randomly. He said, hey, are you bringing back the the uh, Why Haven't You Heard These Songs Yet series? Yes, it has not stopped. It hasn't ceased. It's just a look, man. Life be lifing. Nothing, nothing terrible, but it's like when you got shit that needs to get taken care of, it's just got to get taken care of. And I'd be like, damn. I'll be saving the videos that I come across. Um, I just, I like the way my Instagram algorithm is. I really do. You know, sometimes I make the mistake where there's something like an ad will pop up and I'll slide up and the algorithm for me will change. And it gives me nothing but uh, that specific thing. And I'm like, no, I need to look for, I need to look for like a reel that's being promoted. And, you know, I do that. And then my algorithm will change back to just showing artists that uh that put music out that do that do great things and I'm, I'm happy to keep it just like that but i have been piling on videos so why haven't you heard these songs yet will be back by the weekend pretty much i would say before the weekend really hits um friday evening early saturday morning uh, i'll be posting um back again with that series uh apologies for that because it was a whole lot going on between car trouble, uh, falling behind on schoolwork, and I was like, "Damn!" and and <laughs> uh, just some some shit going on at work where it was just I was like, "I don't have time for this. I'm grown as hell. I got look. Can you just like just handle it? Because I'm not about to sit here and and go back and forth with bullshit all day." But the car thing is is cool. I did struggle with making a decision. I'll talk about that at the end of this episode because i'm pretty sure a lot of people relate so we'll we'll get to that at the end of this episode but to get into the actual show andre 3000 has announced that he is dropping a brand new album this friday the album is called new blue sun and this album will have no raps only flutes and i i can't wait to hear it 
And look, through the past, I've talked about Andre 3000, or I might have sounded like I had some disdain towards Andre 3000. That was never the case. My disdain or kind of like pushback with the Andre 3000 talk was, you know, people that talk about, oh man, top 10, the great, all of that, that top 10, who's the best or who's the greatest and the GOAT, whatever type of conversations being had about Andre 3000. I'm like, nah, fam. Like he, he has spectacular verses. Don't get me wrong. The pockets that he jumps into when he hops on a feature, awesome. The one that's probably most impressive to me till this day is still the Walk It Out remix. I hate Walk It Out, but when Big Boy and 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 Andre jumped on, especially Andre, I was like, oh shit, <laughs> this is just surprising to me. He was real cool, laid back, just effortless with that verse. But this this album will have none of that, and. I go down the comments of each post because I ran a, I ran across the post several times and I didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, okay. I honestly thought it was another case, sort of like Killer Mike announcing that Andre 3000 was dropping an album and quickly pulled back from the statement. I thought, I'm like, I don't want a lot of people getting ahead of themselves. That's exciting to hear that Andre 3000 is dropping an album, but let's just wait. Let's kind of, let's, you know, pull back. But I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure this is confirmed. This is like real news. And they, they say it's coming from Andre 3000 himself, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'll just sit back, but I just won't say anything about it. These comments, man, there's a lot of people like, well, no raps. And I think that's why people got really, really excited was just posting right away. They're expecting some rap shit, obviously, but for somebody to okay at the time we didn't know what was going on with outcast and then all of a sudden speaker box and the love below got announced and then it was also announced that it will be a two disc album big boy side andre side and then we hear some shit like the love below i said oh his main focus is not rap he really doesn't want to rap like that and and i i get it i get it so with this album nothing but flutes i guess original compositions i have zero issues with it i can't wait to hear it and i can't wait to sample the hell out of this album is eight tracks and these titles are very very long and i'll just i'll give one away for those who probably have not seen the track list the track list is the night in hawaii when i turned into a panther and started making these low registered purring tones that i couldn't control shit was wild that is a title of a song off of this album. <laughs> I'll just give another one away. This is my favorite one, probably. Uh, 93 Till Infinity and Beyonce. That's uh, that's another one. But these titles are kind of long. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear it, man. If it's just this flute instrumentation, and I'm ready. Uh, beautiful instrument. And... I don't know what people are expecting. This dude has just been wandering around the world from continent to state to state, wherever you might have randomly seen him. He's just been wandering at peace, it seems like. I, th I think the dude is at peace for him to just boldly announce this and then is no raps. And he's not giving what people want to hear from him. And that's kind of cool. He went left with the love below. He's going to take it a step further with this. 
with just flute instrumentation and I, I think it's I think it's great and I know some people are like oh don't start kissing up the Andre 3000 now I thought you hated his raps no that was never the case like <laughs> like, I, like I say I'm raised off of New York hip hop some west coast uh, but when it came time around uh, you know getting into Outkast most of my friends and some of the some of the adults they weren't really on that and I was the only one people made fun of me I'm like man them niggas ain't really talking about nothing man and what why are you listening to that bullshit and I, I got teased for listening to Outkast that was a thing because I decided to kind of branch off and listen to rappers from the south and hey look all it took was for me to hear that uh what the title track from Equimini. Now I've already heard the two albums previously before that when I was back then, but when I heard that title song Skew It on the Barbie featuring Raekwon and especially Rosa Parks, I was like, oh shit. The day that album came out, I had my mom take me to FYE to go buy the album. And then when I saw the the first two albums there, I was like, Mom, I was like, we let, let me get those two. And she was like boy <laughs> you're supposed to get one album what you talking about but no she she ended up letting me get the the first two albums man and uh yeah yeah i just i just been an outcast fan ever since so i know i come on here and i just talk mad shit but it's not a thing where i just dislike andre 3000 it's the way that i guess people speak about it like oh he's top 10 and da, da 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 and i'm like no like he he's great don't get me wrong but i wouldn't go that far but when i talk to some people that really like music or something like a lot of these people did not grow up the way that a lot of us grew up they weren't as privy to some of this music and their parents were strict about what they were listening to so i could see how somebody would be extremely impressed and taken aback when they hear somebody like Andre 3000. And uh, I'll, I'll do better at that because, yeah, that, that is the case. There's a lot of people that just weren't privy to it. They didn't have parents and, and other relatives like put them on to specifically hip hop. So, of course, when somebody's hearing like a J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar or anybody that raps, like the way that they rap i could see how they would get hyped like most of us probably have had folks that put us on to shit from the 80s and the early 90s and we know all about that shit just as well as they do so when we hear something come out like i'm like okay yeah they they dope they're fire kind of like a huh, yeah but we know there are other artists out there that are just as dope or arguably better you know but yeah, that's just, you know, I'll try to be nicer about it. Let's just say that. I'll be nicer about it. <laughs> but no, um, I can't wait to hear this album. Uh, I think I'm going to get some meditation vibes out of this shit based on how the album might sound. I don't know. You got flutes and shit going on. But yeah, uh, let's move on to some new music. But before I do, that song that you heard in the beginning is called No Progress Without Struggle by All Hail YT. From his 2021 album, Player Made. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check that out. I haven't listened to much of his stuff before. I'm just getting onto his music. But I've always known about him. The album that I think that really led me to the rest of his discography is a collab 
album with him and Anthony Danza called All Hail Danza. And I think that came out in 2022. Really dope album. Really dope. I already knew about Anthony Danza, but um, I, I didn't know much about All Hail YT. But yeah, great album. Player Made is dope. He has a new single out right now called Penthouse Revisited. Uh, I might play that in the future. But to get on to some more music, uh, Jimmy Waters is also another artist that I have just started really getting into. He has mad projects out there. I think alone in 2023, he's dropped maybe eight or nine albums. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not about to count through that shit. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Jimmy Waters is another artist that I just started getting into. He's also from the West Coast. Really dope. He's got a lot of slappers. But real quick, this is called Never Selling Out off of his B Legendary album. Check it out. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. If a man is working toward a predetermined goal and knows where he's going, that man is a success. Bouncing man, bouncing now. Stand troll to the car, they never selling out. What we gotta do to win, cause I ain't punking out. We ain't making no excuses, hustle through the drought. Me, a figure sitting in my bank account. We independent, we gon' do it, no limit route. Shit, you wanna rub with me, what's to think about? You know the summer here, baby, brought the bangers out. Wanna hit a visa, but she bout to settle for this pizza. Don't know her name, I think it's Lisa. Fried fish poppin', let me go and dial up Alicia. Maybe baby name was Tamika. I don't care for shit, baby, yeah, maybe I do. We could post some nothing, we can smoke one toe. We can play RB, Erica by dope. I could light a candle in this bitch and make you say, oh, bouncing in, bouncing out. Stand troll to the code and never selling out. What we gotta do to win, cause I ain't punkin' out. We ain't making no excuses, hustle through the drought. Me, a figure sitting in my bank account. We independent, we gon' do it, no limit route. Shit, you wanna rock with me? What's to think about? You know the summer here, baby, brought the bangers out. The social introvert. Once again, that is Never Selling Out by Jimmy Waters off of his album, Be Legendary. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. You're gonna run into a lot of stuff from him. He's He's got the algorithm flooded. But yeah, um, shout out to Jimmy Waters, really dope. One of my favorite joints, I, I would say this is my favorite song from him. It's called Limo to Ruth Chris, and it samples Faith Faith Evans' um, what's it called? I Remember. It samples that really dope song, and the video's fire too. But anyway, uh, let me see my next story, next story, next story. Let's see what we're getting into. This is... Um, wild to me because <laughs> what are you doing sir wells fargo vice president shankar mishra fired for urinating on passenger on the plane wells fargo has terminated its vice president of operations in india after he allegedly urinated on a 72 year old woman while they both knew business class aboard a recent air india flight Shankar Mishra, who worked for Wells Fargo at its Mumbai corporate office, was identified as the executive who was terminated, according to the English language news site of German public broadcaster Deutsche Welle. Mishra was said to be drunk while on board a November 26th flight from New York to New Delhi. During the flight, Mishra urinated on a 72-year-old woman who was seated next to him in business class, according to the report. Goodness gracious. An attorney for Mishra told local media 
that this is so weird that the banking executive reached a financial settlement with the unidentified victim as compensation. Mishra also reportedly arranged to have the woman's clothing and bag cleaned up after it was stained with his urine. But the woman is said to have returned the money and filed a complaint with the airline. According to the complaint, she asked flight attendants and staff to have Mishra arrested and to keep him away from her. Mishra is then reported to have sobered up. He apologized to the woman and begged her to not file a complaint. Mishra's tearful expression of remorse persuaded the woman not to have him arrested and charged, according to reports. So this nigga is just... Just, just pissy at 30,000 feet in the air. Like, this... What? <laughs> okay, he was drunk. Alright, I get it. People get drunk. Uh, depending on who you are, you react to it a certain way. When I drink, I'm a calm drunk. I'm kind of like, just relaxing. I'm in the corner, just chilling. And I can still interact and talk to people just holding a regular conversation. I used to be very ignorant when it came to alcohol. Because I'm like... How can you not control yourself? You can't hold your liquor. And I was quickly reminded and, and educated very well on, hey, some people have different reactions to it, chemical imbalances that people are already suffering with. The alcohol could kick that into effect. And um, just, you know, some interesting things can happen depending on who you are. And I never forget it because I remember a, a buddy of mine, he was like, man, I, he was really happy. Uh, when when the night was over with, he was like, "Dude, he's like, man, I'm 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 shocked." I said, "Shocked about what?" He's like, "Like, you know how to hold your liquor? You weren't." He said, "You were drinking a lot, but you weren't like wilding and acting stupid or trying to do something out of the ordinary." I was like, "Oh no, no, I know. I'm very aware of my surroundings. Trust me." And when we were all out, like he was one of the ones that won't he won't drinking like that he had like a, a a bud light or whatever and that was it but me just chugging it away and um i'm glad i no longer do that because that no way um yeah yuck but <laughs> but i used to be very ignorant to people you know acting out of control when they got drunk you know what i'm saying or getting very aggressive and, and things like that and i should have known better because i've had family members who engulfed themselves and alcohol very heavy and I've seen them act out of the ordinary but I don't know why just I that's when I used to look at it like well how in the fuck can you not control yourself you know like knock it off like what's wrong with you but for you to be the vice president of Wells Fargo over in India pissing in the air at 30,000 feet on a 70 year old woman um what the hell this is where I just got to throw judgment I really got to throw judgment. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? And good on that woman for saying, nah, we're going to go through this. we going through the process, fam. You're not about to just give me like hush money and stuff like that and think I'm going to just walk away quietly. So cool on her. Kudos to her. I think this is dope. But with this guy in Air India, I didn't even know Air India was a thing. I thought it was Emirates. Did they change their name or something like that? Air India Airline, founded in 1932 as as Tata Airlines. <laughs> T-A-T-A, I'm not doing that. I'm not, it's Tata Airlines, formally. That grew into flagship international airline of India. Okay. You know what? Let me see. Hold on. 
Um, Tata Airlines changing its name to Air India and becoming a public limited company on the 29th of July 1946. Interesting. But yeah, see why they didn't keep the name Tata. That's just weird. I don't know. Uh, as I'm going through this uh, timeline of news, I see nothing but negative shit from Air India. Let me see. Uh, Tensions strike India and Canada once again as separatist leader warns of threat to Air India flights. Um, Canada says taking SFJ's Air India threat seriously enhanced security. Uh, let me see. Um, Air India attracts partnership interests from several airlines. Indo-Canadian organization asks authorities to act against SFJ over its alleged threat from terrorists. Um, let me see. Don't fly Air India after November 19th. Life at risk. SFJ chief. <laughs> My goodness. What the hell? Um, India and Canada investigating threat to Air India flights by Sikh separatist group. Yeah. Um, and I see a lot of complaints from Spirit Airlines, but this shit right here, this makes Spirit Airlines look like Delta. Just high prestige shit. I don't know what they got going on in Air Canada, but yeah, um, that's terrifying. It's very scary. And I don't know what's been going on since 2020, but it just seemed like after folks were able to... Uh, side note, I don't know what y'all was on, but I was outside every day when they said that we were shut down and just stay home. I was outside every day mobbing. And it's like once they told y'all y'all could come outside or when y'all decided that y'all wanted to come out and had enough of it y'all y'all just act like y'all ain't had no damn sense and I've, I've been seeing a lot of stuff pop off on airports on the plane in the air y'all just just act like y'all ain't got no damn home training something's wrong with y'all or i don't know what it is anyway uh let's move on from that uh just learn how to conduct yourself in public and and don't don't pee on people mid-flight at 30,000 feet. So, for new music, uh, Meek Mill and Rick Ross, Too Good To Be True, dropped. Pink Panthers dropped her debut album, Heaven Knows. That was one that I was uh, really excited to hear. Uh, what else came out? The Larry June and Cardo Night Shift album came out, too. And there's a lot of other. Kodak Black dropped as well. Else drop BJ the Chicago Kid dropped. I haven't listened to BJ the Chicago Kid, but I will be getting on that real soon because that um that threw me off guard. I was like, oh shit, BJ dropped. Uh, let me see. DJ Fresh the week prior had dropped an album called The Tonight Show. Gotta listen to that. And oh yeah, Chris Brown's 1111 album. I'm gonna start off with Breezy. Uh, I think the 1111 album is dope. It's if you heard it before, it's the same thing on this album. Really dope. Uh, Chris Brown is talented as hell, and that's just the bottom line. And this is a decent album. Same subject matter throughout the songs. You know, it's yeah, you know, it's samey at times, but I really like how he started the album off. Uh, Angel Numbers and the second half of that song is called Ten Toes. Um, really dope. I want to also talk about The Night Shift with Larry June and Cardo. And I think, I, I know Cole Jackson's listened to it, obviously. So he might want to talk about that whenever we um, record 
this weekend. So I'll briefly say this. Um, I went into this thinking. I didn't look at any track lists. I didn't really listen to any singles. The only song that I heard was the Chops on the Blade single. And I only heard 30 seconds of it. I'm like, oh, this shit's fire. I'm expecting probably no more than eight or nine songs prior to when it dropped. And to get a full-length album of Cardo Production and Larry June, mind you, this is like the way that Cardo's producing on this is almost like old Cardo. And I was really happy about it. But this album from top to bottom is awesome. Every single song is fire. And I'm like, how? <laughs> and it's like, and you're like, what do you mean how? I mean, it's Larry June. Yeah, I know that. But Larry June or not, not Larry June, every artist goes through that phase of they eh, it's a, it gets a little shaky. It gets rocky. You're not sure if I don't know, like eh, it, it don't it ain't hitting for me, man, like it normally does. And I wasn't expecting that from this album. Like, well, can he do it again? That wasn't the case. It was just I saw 17 tracks of Larry June and Cardo. And I'm like, mm, okay. And the way they start this album off. And yeah, man, this is dope. I'm just, I'm not going to say anything else about it. The Night Shift by Larry June and Cardo's out. And it's really dope. If you're just looking for some real cool shit to ride to. Or just to sit around and just chill or whatever man just throw this on and let it play man it's really good and i get aggravated off of the comparisons people try to make they're like oh he took dom kennedy's flow and i'm like he sounds nothing like dom kennedy they have completely different flows what are you talking about and then if we want to be honest dom kennedy's last i lost count <laughs> how many projects dom has dropped have not been that great he's just now getting back it seems he's getting back to his regular self with the uh, with the From the West Side Love Part 3 album and the, the Rap and Roll Project. Those two were dope, but prior to that, Dom Kennedy was on this like streak. Like He was purposely trying to make bad albums. On I, I don't know what the hell he was doing, but no, no comparison. Please stop it. I would also talk about Rick Ross and Meek, but... I feel like that's also another conversation me and Cole might have. I think, I think that we might spend most of the time talking about damn Larry June and Cardo. But uh, um, I, I will say that uh, here, I'll give, I'll, I'll give a recommendation. Look, okay. If you like what you've gotten from Meek and Ross before, when they were like self-made era type, thing, you will like the album. Uh, Meek and Ross do no wrong on the album. Um, I just wish there were less features. I will say that, uh, but um, that's still not a major complaint to me. Um, I like the I like the difference in the production because I thought all the production was just going to be the same, and I was like, I don't know if I want to hear that. But it, it's a little different on here. It, it's, it's a little different. It's a mixture of. Meek's World and Ross meshed into one. And um, and I, I like it. It's really cool. But we'll talk more about that probably this weekend as well. But last but not least, Pink Panthers. Heaven Knows. The debut album. My girl. My, my, she's added to the list of musical wifeys. I like 
this album a lot. A lot. Now, my expectations of Heaven Knows that Pink Panthers was probably going to go all out and do this drum and bass production type album. But that's what I would have liked to hear. But just watching some of her interviews and listening to her talk about her songwriting, I could tell she wanted to sort of kind of stray away and get more broader in the production style. A lot of this is a lot of this is UK garage type stuff, more toned down. And there's a difference. There's there's a difference. There's the fast paced UK garage sound and there's that more toned down, almost like somewhat of a ballad. And you you kind of hear that with songs like Ophelia, uh, which was really interesting. Um, there's another joint on here where there's a couple other joints on here that's really like toned down more from what you heard on her previous project to hell with it. But I really, really like this album. She continues to do this indie pop alternative emo dream pop sound you know the, the sad girl shit you know what i'm saying but it's coming from a black girl i think that's what's so fucking cool about it because you can expect this from one of the asian k-pop singers or, you know even a, a, a probably some some emo white girl tap into this shit but to see a, a black woman tap into this sound and do it so fucking well is like fam and I just, I could sit there and listen to her all day. It's nothing like where it's like, oh my gosh, man, this, this touches my soul type of shit like that. Or this really resonated with me. It's just really easy listening to the production's cool. What she does with her vocals is really cool. And aside from the music, man, just watching her in the interviews and her talk about certain things. It's just like really down to earth. The same, this pretty much the same way that um, I feel about Georgia Smith because Georgia Smith also has that too. But her music is completely different from that. She could tap into it, but her and Pink Panthers are really different from each other. But uh, Heaven Knows is out on all music streaming platforms. I really, really like that album, man. I really like the choices that were made with this album. So she she takes a lot of the wow. This is a newer artist and she is obviously in the new style of what UK Garage is and the drum and bass sound and stuff like that. But some of these samples used, the arpeggiator sounds, the the bass line even, is a lot of old school sounds from that, that type of genre. And yeah, I, I have no complaints. I really like the album. It's, it's fucking dope. I can't wait to hear what else she has coming next. A EP maybe or she whatever. I like the girl. She's great. And don't oh man, Sid simping over Pink Panthers. You damn right. Yeah, I'm simping over Pink Panthers. I don't give a damn. I simp over Georgia Smith too. Uh anyway. <laughs> that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 528. Real quick, shout out to 12 Cow Podcasts. John Effect Podcast, Brunch with Besties, Tackless Know-It-All to Awkward Millennials, Random Tandem Podcast, Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy, and of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Governing Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Also, shout out to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast with Rain Coleman. And shout out to host and the co-host of the Sex with Friends Podcast, Whitney, Janae, and Rose, the artist. Last but not least, shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. 
I'm also a blog content creator as well. You can go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down to see Grow Man Shit with Robin Mortal, Jasmine Blue by Jasmine Blue, and yours truly, the social introvert. Also, every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time, make sure you tap in on bynkradio.net. Cole Jackson, one half of government name, hosts a radio show called Thursday Night Lights. Make sure you tap in every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Just go to the website, stay at the top of the page at the header, press play, and have a blast. Have a grand old time. Replays of Thursday Night Lights are every Saturday, 12 noon Central Time. Make sure you tap in if you miss Thursday night. Tap in on the weekend. Also, BYNK Radio and The Social Introvert have also linked to put together a playlist, a monthly playlist for The Social Introvert podcast, and it's available to be streamed right now on Spotify. Make sure you tap in. Links will be posted, so be sure to tap in. Every song that you heard throughout that specific month, all the songs are going to be into one playlist. So, so far, we have August, September, October, November is underway. So make sure you tune in and I hope you guys enjoyed the soundtrack. It's pretty much a soundtrack for the podcast, a a monthly soundtrack. Uh, And also it's another way, hopefully, if you guys are tired of listening to the same 10 to 15 people, tap in on the playlist and and, um, check out the other artists and check out their discography. Like, hey, we can only do so much. God damn it. Like, I don't know. Thursday Night Lights does the same thing. Cole Jackson puts you on an artist that you've never heard before. That's on y'all. What we we tired of <laughs> we tired of telling y'all. Say, hey, hey, silly goose, good artists are over here. Stop listening to that shit and get over here. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so make sure you guys tap in. Real quick, I did say I wanted to get into this just real, real brief. I don't know if it was a result of me being out all day. What day was that? Was that Monday? Yeah, I was out all day Monday. And and it, I just, I left out maybe around 11 a.m. And I didn't get back home until, let's see, I didn't get back home until like maybe 8 or 9 or something like that. I was out all day, fam. And I was, I've been looking to get this car, right? I'll let y'all know what the car is real soon. That car, oh my goodness. Then modified it, then got it up. Beautiful. But at the same time, in that day, I went to drive time. Because I was looking for, I was just looking for a, a new vehicle and, you know, whatever. And is it was a it was a choice of, do I want a car where I'm having to sit here and make a high-ass car note? Or do I want a car that, I just got fully restored and up and running and just everything is pristine on it. Like, And there's no payments, by the way. Obviously, somebody say, hey, doofus, get the car with no payments, right? But there was like this devil angel shit on my, my shoulder, excuse me, uh, Monday where, yeah, I wanted to get that new car, which it was a 2020 Elantra, uh, 22,000 miles. It was only 22,000 miles. Um, the thing about Elantras, the, the Hyundais, those are engines that compete with Toyota. Like people, they they talk they, they talk up a good game about Toyotas. Toyotas are great. The 
long-lasting fucking vehicles. Don't get me wrong. But the Hyundai Elantra, Hyundai, what is it? Um, the Hyundai Sonata, whatever, the Hyundai uh, Accent, too. Those are great cars. Now, and I'm sitting here like, damn, should I get it or should I not get it? And I was just right there getting ready to sign off. Something told me, say it back up. No, this ain't it. And the other car that I was looking at was a Kia Optima. I don't know why I was looking at the Kia Optima. I just, eh, whatever. But it, it did look nice. It was all white and it was really pretty and it was clean. So I was, you know, I had my eyes on it. But something said, Sid, go home. <laughs> go home. So I went home. And, you know, I, I was sitting there, like, sleeping on it. I, even, I called my grandmother to talk to her about it. And she was just like, well, she's I be- get what you want. She said, you work too damn hard and you just up 24-7. Like, do you even sleep? You need to treat yourself every once in a while and stop sitting there feeling guilty about blessing yourself. You know, you don't you don't need to do that. And of course, she's right. But um, uh, so I went to sleep, woke up and um yeah, just just the way the universe works is wild and is awesome at the same time. It's really cool. That car that was uh, just recently customized, modified, everything just back into shape. It's a 1995 Acura Legend. You're not seeing there are not a lot of Acura Legends left. Not in that year. From 1990 to 95, it's rare. That you see Acura Legends in that body style just willy-nilly around here. So, that was the car. No payments, everything, backup, customized. Just, is gorgeous. And it's all white, too. The idea was to do that and then sell it. And I was like, you know, I just, you know, go get a, a brand new car. But that night, something stopped me. I went home, slept on it. And the dude that was supposed to buy this Acura Legend backed out and like man nah fam like i'm gonna have to take a rain check didn't end up buying it which basically obviously is i still have it i just i haven't had it registered yet so a part of me was thinking like damn the the fact that i was struggling to make a decision on getting a new vehicle like that like it was should i or shouldn't i like some, I don't know. It was it was something weird, like impulse buying or something like that, or I don't know if it's like a a, a detriment to just me personally being a slave to material. I don't know what it was, but it was really bothering me. But I'm glad that right then and there, in a, in an instant like that, it was just like said, go home. And uh, yeah, that Ac- that '95 Acura Legend is mine. <laughs> That car is gorgeous, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go get it registered uh, Friday. And I blame my uncle because that's what's been happening as of late. Um, I've always been in the cars. But over the years, I'm kind of like, oh, man, you know, so much money to put into it. And then I move here near my uncle. And then my, my uncle's a car guy, too. And he just he reeled me back into the world. It just getting cars, fixing them up, selling them, and just just talking about the shit all day, and I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, 
what am I doing? But no, um, I'm kind of glad that I got back into that mix of just looking at cars again and messing around with cars and talking to different people about just different modifications and shit that can be made and just rebuilding engines. It's just, it's cool to be back into it. Cause although when I was in Georgia, I love Georgia, but financially it was like, it was a, it was a death sentence. And I'm like, I, I can't do anything. I can't do a damn thing. I can't go to, to a show to see somebody perform. I can't do none of that. I can't work on music. And it was like the moment I got pulled out of Georgia to come here, it was everything opened back up. All this, not only did I discover something new, like recording this podcast for the last few years or several years at this point, but just other things that I, I, I love, I'm, I'm right back into it. So it's real cool. And I'm, I'm just glad that I did not make that decision because it was like, right there like i just could have made the decision and i'm sitting here having to worry about extra shit to take care of when i have something else right here in front of my face and i ain't got to do all of that like why am i putting more pressure on me that's i don't know uh just living and learning but anyway um thank you for listening i'll be back tomorrow as always take care of each other most importantly take care of yourselves and uh see you then peace Get out of the fear zone. Get out of the fear zone. Dive in, man, with everything you got and give it 200% of your soul and it'll come back twice as full. I promise you. BYK Radio.